right, we are in Ezra chapter 3 now. The altar is rebuilt. In early autumn, when the Israelites had settled in their towns, all the people assembled in Jerusalem with a unified purpose. Then Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, joined his fellow priest and Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, with his family in rebuilding the altar of the God of Israel. They wanted to sacrifice burnt offerings on it, as instructed in the law of Moses, the man of God. Even though the people were afraid of the local residents, they rebuilt the altar at its old site. Then they began to sacrifice burnt offerings on the altar to the Lord each morning and the evening. Mm, they were afraid of the local residents. Interesting. Verse 4. They celebrated the festival of shelters as prescribed in the law, sacrificing the number of burnt offerings specified for each day of the festival. They also offer the regular burnt offerings and the offerings required for the new moon celebrations in the annual festivals as prescribed by the Lord. The people also gave voluntary offerings to the Lord 15 days before the festival of shelters began. The priests had begun to sacrifice burnt offerings to the Lord. This was even before they had started to lay the foundation of the Lord's temple. The people began the people began to rebuild the temple. Verse 7. Then the people hired masons and carpenters, carpenters, and bought cedar logs from the people of Tyre. <laughs> I like that name. And Sidon, paying them with food, wine, and olive oil. Can you imagine being paid with food, wine, and olive oil? I'd be like, hey, I appreciate this food. I appreciate this wine and this olive oil. But, uh, yeah, let me get some money, too. But I guess back then, that's, those were worth a lot. The logs were brought down from the Lebanon mountains and floated along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea to Joppa. You know, yeah, send me at least a gold, silver coin or something. For King Cyrus had given permission for this. The construction of the Temple of God began in mid-spring during the second year after they arrived in Jerusalem. The workforce was made up of everyone who had returned from exile, including Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, and his fellow priest, and all the Levites. The Levites, who were 20 years old or older, were put in charge of rebuilding the Lord's temple. The workers at the temple of God were supervised by, by Jeshua with his sons and relatives, and Cadmiel and his sons, all descendants of Hodaviah. They were helped in this task by the Levites of the family of Hinnadad. When the builders completed the foundation of the Lord's temple, the priests put on their robes and took their places to blow their trumpets. And the Levites' descendants of Asaph clashed their cymbals to praise the Lord, just as King David had prescribed. With praise and thanks, they sang this song to the Lord. He is so good. His faithful love for Israel endures forever. And all the people gave a great shout, praising the Lord, because the foundation of the Lord's temple had been laid. But many of the older priests, Levites, and other leaders who had seen the first temple wept aloud when they saw the new temple's foundation. The others, however, were shouting for joy. The joyful shouting and weeping mingled together in a loud noise that could be heard far in the distance. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, because they were part of 
something about being a part of something when you knew what it was like and then to see it lost and then see it rebuilt again. I kind of feel like that's how, that's how it's going to be when my brother and I buy the house that we grew up in. So, and acquire uh, all these properties that used to be my grandpa's. Even the building where his barbershop used to be. That would be dope. Oh, happy day. Just seeing everything restored in life. Be a great day. All right, y'all. I'll be back. We're going to power through this. I'm going to try to get to uh, make it to Esther tonight. We'll do our best. Let's keep going. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages or the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.